Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your spoiler warning if you haven't seen the Pepsi ad yet. <laughs> spoiler warning. Peace. I hate the word. I Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. My name is Zachary Ruane. This is um, I'm joined by my best friend Mish Witrup each week, and we watch something starring the greatest actor in the entire world, John Leguizamo. Now, you may have heard that. My name is Zachary Wayne. You might know me from um, uh, from Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, now <laughs> streaming on Netflix. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Mish Wittrup, who you might know from. Uh, from Mish's Big Old House of Fun, now streaming on Netflix. Um, you've probably noticed that Auntie Donna is currently, when we're recording this, the seventh most popular thing on Netflix in Australia right now. Did but you know that? But when you're listening to this, yes. cancelled because yeah. of that, <laughs> because all the people are killed. Yeah. But currently they're on seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Misha's Big Old House of Fun is on six. Now you might think it's, uh, who's that bi- That bitch in Paris? That bitch. Who that <laughs> bitch in Paris? <laughs> <laughs> who that bitch in Paris? <laughs> and uh, as, of course, um, of course, uh, we've now learnt from Netflix. It's pronounced um, uh, Paris. Yeah, sorry. So, so it's who that bitch in Paris? Who that bitch in Paris? Also starring Mish Wittrup. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm humbled. Lily uh, Collins. I always thought that was Lily Collins. No, it's not. People often get me confused with Lily Collins. It's either Lily Collins or Tones and I. <laughs> I'm, I'm either Lily, you would think it's Lily Collins, but no, it's me in Who Dat Bitch in Paris. Who Dat Bitch in Paris. Um, you know, look, a lot of people didn't love it. Apparently people in France didn't love Who Dat Bitch in Paris. Uh, but, Miss, you did a wonderful, I just thought you did a wonderful job. Thank in you the sh- so much. You were, of course, Dat, dat Bitch, which we realised in episode dat three. I am Dat Bitch. That's the big, what a, I'm, I'm the twist. The a, que- the, I'm the answer to the question of Who Dat Bitch in Paris. The big reveal, the it's Mishwitrop. Everyone's like, who's the bitch? Who's the bitch? It's fucking me. It's Mish. <laughs> and um, of course, and I say this with uh, like every degree of like, I, I, I'm like, we are alt. You and I, Mish. We're we are what? Alt. Alt, yes. Alt. Sorry, I thought you said old. I was begging your pardon. Uh, I'll beg your pardon. <laughs> you know you're old when you get offended by someone calling you old. Yeah, um, no, point. we are alt com- com- comedians. Um, we are, we exist in the niche. Even my bigger project is niche and divisive. Mm. And um, uh, so I was surprised that they would build an entire reveal mm. on like this entire show, like a Spielbergian reveal mm. on. On on! Oh my God! It's Mish from Leguizamo. 
It was huge. Oh, and everyone was like, I do not care for La Gazamarama. It is too niche. But, but I, who is this girl that looks like Tones and I? <laughs> She's beautiful. Because when, when you told me that um, Netflix had accepted your pitch for Who That Bitch in Paris. Yeah. Um, I, I thought when I heard that. Yes. I thought, okay, all right, um, the, and you explain the reveal. I thought, are they going to explain it? But they don't. They just no. go, oh, it's Mish. There's no, yeah, that's the trick. That's that's what makes it alt. Yeah. Is there isn't, like, it's mostly about Parry and not so much mm. about that bitch. But then when they realise it's Mish, then there's just episodes on yeah, episodes. Yeah, it's kind like, of like the crying game when they reveal that uh, his love interest has a, has a penis. Mm-hmm. It stops being about... Um, this kind of love story between these two people and it starts being a lot more about a social movement or a construct about gender mm. and all of that kind of stuff. Um, that's kind of like who dat bitch in Paris. You think it's, you think it's about Paris. But then all of a sudden the big reveal in episode three is no, no, no. It is about dat bitch. And, and dat, dat bitch, bitch is mish. Dat, it is about dat bitch and dat <laughs> bitch is mish. Yeah. Um, I particularly love episode seven um, mm-hmm. where they go, oh, I thought that was Tones and I for yeah. an hour straight. Yeah, that's a big that's a big episode. We never actually got Tones and I in. No. But we didn't need to because we have me and yeah. I am apparently on TikTok anyway identical to Tones and I. Mm. Um, there was a video that Auntie Donna released on, on TikTok. We can talk about your Netflix series if you want, but I, I, like I said, yours is currently number seven. Yeah. Mine's number six. So I we know, know I mean, what the people is, want to talk about. We're releasing this three weeks after all of that, so yeah. who knows? Oh, people are still going to be talking about who dat bitch in Paris. Well, yeah. You know. People haven't. People can't stop. They well, won't it's the, stop. It's the it's the mystery of the generation. Everyone's like, don't don't spoil who da, who dat bitch. Yeah, is. I know. It used to be like, oh my god, Bruce Willis is dead. Now it's like, oh my god, dat bitch is Mish. Yeah, and they're like, I didn't think it was Mish. People are guessing. Like the masks. Yeah. Cinema, people are like, could it be Take Lindsay it. Lohan? <laughs> yeah. Ta- like, could it be Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> could it be? Um, like Tones and I, <laughs> yep. could it be um, Sophie Ellis-Bexter, yep. could it be someone from Bardot, T-Pain. T-Pain, but no, that bitch is Mish. That bitch is Mish, <laughs> and what a reveal. Um, did you want to talk about your Netflix series at all? No. Nah. If, you, if you're listening to our <laughs> podcast and you haven't listened to it yet, um, shame. 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 Shame on you. It's too late. Yeah. Like, but also if uh, someone watched an episode of Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, mm-hmm. they were like, ooh, that one with um, the braided hair and tattoos in the barber scene, bitch. Oh, bitch. I actually messaged you and said, um, oh, my God, you in that barber shop and then sent that and nearly wrote, you look so fucking hot. Thank you. But then was like, I can't tell you that you look fucking hot because mm-hmm. then I'm objectifying you. No, I love it. And you're just, so I just ended up writing like about 10 minutes after I wrote, I oh, my that. God, you in the barbershop. Then there was a 10-minute break and then Zach would have just gotten a message that said, you look so cool. I saw it but no, what I meant in real to tell time. You. I need you to know that. I just sat on my phone <laughs> and I saw it coming in 10 minutes later going, so the dot, you dot, dot very cool. Cool. So the dot, dot, dot multiple times. Um, um, but no, you look fucking hot in that. Um, <laughs> thank you. No thank problems. you so much. Hollywood, man. But it takes people... six months and you're hot. 
<laughs> they work people, it out. If people have seen that and they're like, ooh, what is this sexy, long-haired, blue-eyed beauty mm-hmm. up to now? And then they they search you and they find out that you have a, a podcast with Tones and I. Yeah, he, he went into ISO, <laughs> he baked and ate a lot of bread, got fat and started a podcast called <laughs> Leguizamarama with Tones, Tones and, and I. I. <laughs> and then they jumped on to have a listen. Mm. I really, really hope that if you've listened this far, don't judge Zach solely on this project. No, this is my vanity project. Yeah. Um, this is my experiment in, you know, um, the other members of Auntie Donna, we, we, we complement each other. We're very like, uh, yin and yang. And mm. I, 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 I add a certain danger. I add a certain, um, improvisational flair. Um, you know, the sketches don't always go in the same direction because of my fucked brain. Yes. Um, but I don't, what I don't bring is a lot of the like writing and structural things that are also very, very necessary and preparation. And I thought to myself, you know, I was seven years in and I thought to myself, what would happen if Zach did a podcast with Zach? So I found the clock. <laughs> I found the clock. And the answer is we talk about one pot pasta for an hour and a half mm-hmm. uh, and not much else. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about the Netflix show um, like it's just out because we recorded it when it just came out. It only came out like, what, two days ago? When we recorded yeah. this. But um, it's actually three weeks. Three weeks. Ago now, yeah, and everyone's over it. They're done. They've thrown us to the scrap heap, mm. and now it's all about the crown. Zach, you say that, you say that, but take it from me. I was a lowly busker in Byron Bay, mm-hmm. um, busking <laughs> away. Yes, you were. Um, I had a, a gu- I had a guitar and a friend with an ice cream tub for a drum. Wow! And now look at me, and people are still talking about me, Zach. I swear to God, that's um, amazing, Mish. and. I don't know how I'm connecting the two, but I just wanted to reiterate that I am Tones and I, that I I started my career as a busker and now I have many awards. Now, Tones and I, you get a lot of flack because a lot of people hear the one song and they're like, it's overplayed and it's like, A, not your fault. Yep. Uh, B, you've got some beautiful, beautiful songs. My my, uh, favourite song is actually Johnny Runaway. That's not the big one. Yes, I know that song. Um, but a lot of people go you, but like, you've got a wonderful voice. I've heard you do covers. I think you did a cover of Forever Young that was just gorgeous. Did I? Yeah. Really, really strong. Oh yeah. You've got a great voice and incredible range, but I think funnily enough, it's the tone that defines you. Yeah. See, I would say it's more so the me. Oh, yeah, but that's 100%. that's why I, that's how I came up with the name. All right. So what I'm trying to get at is, yes. can we hear some of those oh, to- dulcet tones, tones Zach. and I, those distinctive um, tones? If you want to hear the distinctive tones of me, tones and I, mm-hmm. um, just watch Who Dat Bitch in Paris, mm-hmm. currently on Netflix, um, and there's plenty of um, tones and I in that. That's great. Um, I'm not going to sing. Uh, why not? I'm shy girl. You're a shy I'm girl. I'm a shy girl. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, uh, I should also say, just before we launch into talking about the one-minute commercial we're talking about today, this is the first time you and I are recording in a room together for the entirety of this project. It's so nice. Not only is it just nice to sit across from my friend and have a laugh, but I'm sure it's also nice for Tom, who does our editing, mm. um, that he won't have to worry about syncing us up. 
It, it, it's what a dream, what a delight. What, what a delight. A... So that was just a little bit of insight and in what happens behind the scenes of this pod. And behind the scenes of this pod, Zach and I have a panic attack and just hand everything to our friend Tom Armstrong. Yeah, no, I um, <laughs> did most of the lockdown trying to sink it. And then I was like, oh, let's just get Tom to do it <laughs> a week ago, like two weeks ago. So kill me. Um <laughs> I also love the thing I love about like Zoom. Zoom is like I had a, a someone talk about Edinburgh this way once. Um, mm-hmm. da- Dave Callan, the stand-up comedian, he talks about Edinburgh like Krypton, and he said that uh, the reason Superman can fly is because the gravity on Krypton is so is like a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. So when you come to Earth, it's like. It, 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 all the Kryptonians are like so much more powerful because mm-hmm. they've done. Krypton time. Yep. And I think that's a great analogy for Zoom. I feel like an FM radio host right now because I'm so used to the split second delay. Yeah. I, I And I've also just done like two weeks of press for, for your Netflix show. I don't know why I'm... No, no, we mine exists in this world now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, that I'm just so, like, FM now. I'm just like, that's so great, Mish. And tell me, what's your favourite thing about uh, John Leguizamo? <laughs> In fact, I because I was doing uh, press this morning for the show and I was doing bits and not even press, it was like we were just shooting a fucking live stream where we were calling people and... Um, I didn't have time to watch the ad and I knew it was only a minute. So I literally watched the ad immediately before I pressed play, pressed record. Mm. So I I just, I feel so, so commercial radio right now. I almost just need to be like, let's just talk about one pop pass for 40 (laughs) minutes to shake it off. We can. We literally, so we decided to watch. Uh, a commercial that John, John has been in because it's been such a full-on week for you. Mm. Um, and so uh, it was just a nice little moment of we can just relax and we can watch it the night before for a minute mm. or, in your case, 15 minutes ago in front of me you watched it mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, how much can we stretch a one minute out about Pepsi out? Well, we could talk about our favourite kinds of cola. This is the thing. This is how how commercial radio I am right now. Yeah. So we're going to talk about our favourite kinds of cola. That was uh, that was, so that was Sex on Fire, a classic track from the mid-2000s there. <laughs> now we're going to talk about what our favourite kind of cola is. Of course, we're sponsored by RC Cola, so that's our favourite. But we'd love to hear from you. Uh, uh, dial in at 555-4141. That's 555-4141. Uh, the question is, cola. Hello. Which is <laughs> God, this has become an Auntie Donna podcast. Hello. My favourite uh, cola is RC Cola. Bing, 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 bing. 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 That's, That's the, the correct right answer. answer. That's the correct answer. So we have got a uh, we have got a sh- <laughs> we have got a Nissan Pulsar on the Western <laughs> Freeway. The entire boot is filled with RC Colas. If you can find that that Nissan, you get all the RC Colas. And here's the thing. Uh, you get to drive around that Nissan for one week thanks to carrentals.com. Did you ever listen to morning radio mm-hmm. uh, during isolation or lockdown in N- Melbourne? No. It was so funny when they can... cut to the chopper to do the traffic. Oh, wow. It was so funny. Because they still died, I guess, because no, the was sponsorship. No, yeah, they had no traffic. There was no traffic. And so they, there was I, – I only heard it like one time, but um, they – they cut to a, a guy in a chopper and they were like, 
All right, so we're currently hovering over the Westgate Bridge. It is a clear run out to the city. It's like 8 fucking 20 in the morning. It is a clear run out into the city. Once you hit the city, it is clear all the way from King Street straight down to Parliament. Like, it was just very weird. It's a strange It was very strange. on so many levels. It's strange because, A, why do they need to be in the chopper? Are they in the chopper? And, B... Google has satellites. Satellites <laughs> beat Chopper in the rock, paper, scissors no, of but how, flying but how things. how cool is the background sound of a... <laughs> while you're doing the traffic. My, my favourite <laughs> layer of Chopper crosses, because I really... I, I don't drive. So my favourite layer of Chopper crosses. Just very quickly, guys, if you're listening, please shoot us a DM on Instagram. What's your favourite layer of Chopper crosses? Or call us, 555441. <laughs> I'm joined uh, by Mish Witchrup. She's here to promote Who Dat B... <laughs> <laughs> who that be uh, on Netflix? Uh, who that be in, in Paris? <laughs> who that be in Paris? That works. That's good. Who that be in Paris? Um, now, Mish, you went to uh, Los Angeles to film some of this. You also went to Paris. What was that like? It was such a beautiful place. Oh, I was so lucky. I was so so lucky. And <laughs> what, the most amazing thing mm. about the trip between LA and Paris was the flight I was on had. All you can drink, RC Cola. <laughs> and uh, I'm just so happy to be back here in Oz promoting my new album. <laughs> <laughs> of course, RC Cola is our sponsor. Thank you to RC Cola. We're going to cut to a song now. Mish, you want to stick around for the next bracket? Oh, I bet you do. Okay, so this song is um, Sex on Fire, classic track from the <laughs> mid-2000s. And then, like, you cut to the song and then it's just like, hey, that was so funny about the RC Cola, but if you could avoid mentioning it just because we have very specific language we need to use around it. But um, that was so funny. That was great. All right, we're going to take some callers after this. Did you want to take some callers? All right, we've played the 30 seconds of the song now, so we're going to come back in three, two, one. Okay, hello, Mish. You're, tra- you're really riding this FM radio host vibe <laughs> that you're feeling right now, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus. It's very real. FM radio is, or like commercial radio, is the most intense thing. You just, it's so, I, it does not suit me at all. I didn't, um, I haven't done a hell of a lot of FM mm-hmm. radio stuff, Um Big shock horror, considering I'm Tones and I. But um, <laughs> my my friend Jess Perkins yes. recently did the drive home on Triple J. Yeah, she does a lot of the late night stuff on Triple J. She's fucking great. And it wasn't until I heard her doing it. She's so good at radio. Holy shit! No, where I was just like, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's no. What arms. she's doing is very hard, and she was just smashing it. And I'm so proud of her. There's no ums, no talking over each other, no weird shit, no, like, struggling to get to a point. Yeah, nothing like that. Mish and Zach uh, come in a commercial radio. Never! (laughs) Thank God we're not radio hosts and we're podcasters. Podcast, whole different story. You whole can different get story. Serious, you can get weird. You can get funny. Do whatever I want on this. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever I want. Hey, I hope it's happened by now. But can you do a post? I was going to say we should do it here. Could you do a post getting someone to um, make um, make Mish's big old house a fun poster? Because yes. I think that would be really funny. That would be very funny. And I had someone wrote in and did do a Steve Buscemi in a wet towel podcast poster. Oh, great. Let's post that. Yeah, I'll post that too. Um, That's yeah. been posted If, you, if someone now, wants if to do it, I'd, I'd love that personally because, yes, I'm very happy for my friends, but I'd like a fucking poster, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. Um, anyway, we really do need to talk about what we're here to talk about, hey? We are here to talk right. about the Pepsi commercial. So, yes, uh, in 2019, oh. John Leguizamo starred in a Pepsi commercial. And I think much like Sesame Street, there is an element of if you get a Pepsi commercial or if you get a spot on Sesame Street, you fucking made it. It's like The Simpsons are hosting Saturday Night Live, isn't it? Yes. For our generation. Exactly. Um, So I have a blurb. Can you believe I wrote a blurb that 100% will take me longer than a minute to get out? Um, But the ad itself is already a minute. Um, If you want to jump on uh, YouTube, you can watch the ad. That's how we watched it. Um, Yeah. So because there are spoilers. Well, Mish can just send you a link. Yeah, I could just send you a link. Send me a link. That works yeah. as well. Are you happy to send a link to everyone? Anyone who requests it, no. I'm, Mich- Mich- I'm Tones and I, bitch, I'm busy. <laughs> anyway, all right, so here's your blurb. Um, I didn't know what to call this. I just called it Pepsi commercial. Yeah, no, that's fine. Great. John sits quietly in his New York City hotel oh, as he sick. works on some new material. He seems relaxed, his feet up on a stool as his phone rings. He answers. We can hear a voice on the... We can't hear a voice on the other end. But considering he jumps to his feet and runs out of the hotel, we can assume he's running late to something. He races out of the hotel and through New York, boarding a train, jumping on a taxi bike before swapping places with the driver and riding the bike himself to speed up the process. He finally arrives at a theatre and runs through the backstage entrance. It is all very stressful. Thankfully, he sees a vending machine that offers nothing but Pepsi. Mm. He is able to purchase a can of original Pepsi Cola and chug it down as he lets out a sigh of relief. And just when we think he might be too late, he is able to saunter on stage just in time to greet the crowd of people in the audience waiting for him. Throughout the ad, as John navigates his way through the bustling city, we hear voices, both in Spanish and English, criticising John. Things such as, you need to stand out more, and you're talented but not enough, and that accent is difficult to understand. Essentially, this ad is a big fuck you to anyone who who was mean to our mate, The Legs, on his journey to fame and success. John plays himself, a performer running late to one of his gigs, and is thankful for his access to Pepsi. That's great. Thanks. That's great. There's, um, you know, there's a layer in, of this... Uh... In this commercial, it's very profound. Um, mm. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that um, because unless you want to. The only thing I would like to say is much like uh, Latin History for Morons, which we released last week, there is this bit where he walks out onto stage and there is this really brilliant vibe of like the remembering of what it's like to be on stage in front of an audience and it's shot very nicely. The angle of it's very, very nice. And I enjoyed that. But I other like- than that, let's just fucking talk about cola, eh? Yeah, well, I think like, you know, I loved the commercial. I thought it was really beautifully shot. Felt real Super Bowl-y. Yes, very Super Bowl-y. It felt really nice. I thought it, it said something nice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I always struggle a little bit when... An- I like funny ads. Yep. Um, because sometimes I struggle a little bit when I am made to feel feelings and then I'm like, but for what? For Pepsi? Mm. You know, Latin history for morons is so beautiful and profound mm-hmm. in, in moments um, and also just fun and funny. So beautiful and profound in moments. And I feel like at the end of that, I go, oh. And then in this ad, I'm like, but for what? Pepsi? But then I'm like, also, no, a Pepsi commercial is a platform. 
a very big platform that really gets out there and they're pushing the legs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're pushing a really in- positive, inclusive message. 100%. Uh, and I go, you know, good on you, Pepsi. We, but here's what I'm going to avoid. I'm going to avoid talking um, to the themes of the uh, of the ad beyond drinking Pepsi because, uh, All right. <laughs> because I'm not very equipped to talk about them. And we talked about them, our perspective on these themes in Latin history for morons. Yeah. The other thing I'm not going to talk about is the my complex feeling about capitalism tapping into emotions because I, <laughs> uh, I feel like just um, it's too deep of a dive even you think for so? me. Even for me. So what I'm going to talk about is ranking my favourite Pepsis. Yeah. Ranking my favourite colas. Okay. You can talk about those things if you no, want to. No, I think that that's fine. I think that with you you covered that very, very nicely. Um, what it did do mm-hmm. as well, i just like to comment, um, just because everyone wants a little bit of insight into my life, Tones mm-hmm. and I. It made me want to go to New York. Yes, New York's nice. I've never been to New York. You'd like New York. I think I would love New York. And it's one of those little, like, capture a moment of New York for me. I always thought New I York really would liked. be my favourite US city and I love New York, but I don't think it's my favourite US city. Really? I think I prefer LA. Okay. Because LA, there's a certain, because everyone's a little, because of the weather, everyone's a little bit more laid back. Yeah. And that just makes them a, a little more Australian. It's, they're not like Australians in mm. LA, but the culture is a little bit more because they, they're a little bit more laid back. Yeah. And some people would say pretentious, it creates something that is more comfortable of an environment for an Australian because they're a little bit, they talk to you less in elevators, they're a little bit more chilled out, they're a little bit more just take yep. it easy. That The food in LA yep. is a bit more like our food. Like they, we both love sort of healthy what, cafe in LA branches. you reckon? Yeah. Really? The food in New York is great for a visit. There's a lot so of diners and, and Mel- fine dining. So as a Melbourneian, I would feel more at home in LA than in New York. I think so, which See, is a bit I, of a twist. That is a, that is such a twist because I have been to LA and I wasn't the biggest fan. For a uh, visit. Oh, yeah, no, for a visit, sure. I, I love California. Yes. This is what this is going to become. Well, I do love myself some California. I love California. But Northern, oh. my, um, my dad uh, lived in Santa Cruz for a big-ass chunk of his life. So I used to go visit him there. Santa Cruz, California is beautiful. And that might be what I'm saying. And what I'm saying might be that I love California. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I love that. Ca- I love the California sun. Who doesn't love the California sun? <laughs> but I love sun. the sun. And I also, but even eating, right? So there's really good fine, there's really good food in New York, right? Yes. Really good food. Really good fine dining. Really good delis. Really good um, diners. Really good food. But what Australia has that's quite distinct for Australia is like cafe culture, particularly Melbourne. Mm-hmm. It's like, like overpriced but mid-range healthy food. Avocado toast is a great example. Yes. Big salads, like sort of healthy, fresh. Even mm-hmm. if it's really carby, it's it's got a lot of fresh yeah. ingredients. Yes. LA has that food aplenty. It's okay. the only place I've been to in the world that has that kind of food as well as Australia. Yeah. And um, they, in fact, I think they invented that cuisine. And that for so for a visit, New York is great. But to st- spend time, I think uh, I think that 
LA trumps New York. You did recently spend a lot of time in LA. But I've spent time in New York. Have you? I've spent a few weeks there, here and there. Yeah. It's mm, nice. Um, also, also, like, Austin is great. Portland is very oh, I'd Melbourne. love to go to Portland. I've got family in Oregon. Yeah, great. I'm an American citizen, did you know? I, I did. There you go. I did know that. And now the fucking world knows. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I will also say very quickly before we go into talking about cola, because I think that is important, mm-hmm. and I think we should, like, expand it out to soft drink in general, just saying. Fuck yeah. But we can have a good chat about that. Let's, um, what let's I will make a say list is, of cola first. Um, an excellent Pepsi commercial is Cindy Crawford's pe- Pepsi commercial, where she's highly objectified and it's very much about, like, look at her boobies and, like, she's drinking. Uh, like, she somehow makes drinking a Pepsi look real sexy. Mm. But it's just sexy a fucking Pepsi. iconic ad and it's a great song attached to it a great song called just one look and it's so good pepsi and coca-cola are very very good at um just one look keep talking uh they're very very good at uh that that type of marketing where it's not direct sales it's not we're not wanting you to buy a coca-cola right after this ad we're not telling you the cost of the coca-cola yeah we're telling you you love pepsi yeah how much how good we're telling you that pepsi makes things better. We want Pepsi <laughs> in your soul. Yeah. I also loved just like I've been backstage a lot. I've never, like not even just the branding, I've never seen that nice of a fucking. Right there, right backstage. Right like where backstage. they usually have props, where they usually have like a stage manager, they have a standalone Pepsi only vending machine with like like that's like got the like number one maintenance guy. Yeah, like he's checking on it every day, <laughs> twice a day. It's like why? It's not that's a B two B. That's like a B two B Pepsi yeah. <laughs> Pepsi machine. Yeah. Why does it look so nice? It yeah. doesn't matter. It's it's not worth the cost for Pepsi. It's not worth the cost for the theater. Mm. I don't know who's fronting the money to have such good maintenance <laughs> on this Pepsi machine. Yeah. Also, probably. Probably the same, like, they've, they've like, skipped out on money to give John Leguizamo a a good enough uh, person to monitor his schedule so that they don't have him running so fucking late. Yeah. Um, Or skimped out on being able to get him to the theatre. Like, he had to get himself there. He had to, like... Get on the subway himself. Yeah, my God, yeah. yeah. So they skimped out on that because they need their vending machine kept absolutely schmick, checked on twice a day. I'd be willing to say that the... The vending machine person, yeah, that's their sole job. You reckon that's their that's one machine? That's how good quality this vending machine was. Let's say hypothetically maybe there's another vending machine in that theatre. I think in the foyer there's For possibly. For the foyer. Yeah, so yeah. I would say that that person's time is split between two machines in the one building and they look so good. And I think... Thank God they're full of Pepsi because Pepsi makes everyone feel better. Absolutely. But... Um, that, like they, they've skimped out on a couple of things because of it. I got a, another couple of issues with the Pepsi machine. What's it called? Vending machine. Mm. The other issue I have is it's it's all Pepsi buttons. Yeah, it's all Pepsi buttons, which means that behind the Pepsi wall is all Pepsis. Now, I understand. Have one button. Pepsi own one button. Have or, one fucking button. Have one fucking button, or have some Pepsi affiliates. Yes. Max. Like Pepsi Max. Um, Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi, I believe. They, they Sunkist is Pepsi. 
Is it? One of them is. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's, there's, there are Pepsi brands. Seven Up, I think, is Pepsi. Mountain Dew is Mountain that Pepsi. Mountain Dew is possibly Pepsi. We, the ones they have at KFC. The ones they have at KFC so, or Domino's. Yes, because the ones at McDonald's. Mm. That's Coke. That's Coke. So you, if you want an orange soft drink, you're having a Fanta at Macca's. Yeah. But if you're at KFC. You're having a oh, you're having a sun You kissed. are having a sun kiss. I don't I haven't been to either of those places in a long time. Mm. Not even for chippies? Sometimes for chippies, but I don't pay attention to anything because all I can have from Macca's is chippies. Chippies and Coke. Yeah, but I don't drink soft drink. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I like juice. Oh so my this God. is this this is a Do very you want time to cut that? That's so embarrassing. No, I don't care. I'm a 32-year-old who loves a juice. I love juice. And do you know what? One of the reasons I fell in love with my current partner. Yeah. It's because he also fucking loves the juice. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, and uh, we're talking mixing juices. We like, we buy, or listen to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. You're here? here You're here for this? Yeah, fuck yeah. But when we, we do know, have to get back to the vending machine backstage. We will, we will. People <laughs> people want to hear this. They, they, they want to hear our list, but we can end on that and, and, the, and the vending machine. But That's go on, fine. go on. Um, when we know we're going to have just a quiet night in. Oh, this is And hard. we're going to watch a fucking fuck. movie. I've got the horn. <laughs> Well, um, <laughs> when, when we know, and we're like, let's just watch a sexy 90 th- 90s thriller, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Which we all know puts me in the fucking mood. Yeah. So let's just watch a sexy 90s thriller. We then go to the supermarket mm-hmm. and we purchase orange juice, pink grapefruit juice. Fuck yes. And soda water. That's great. That's a little mocktail. And then, wait, that's you fuck just you fucking. But wait. I'm just about to say that's hardly juice. You're yeah. going into mocktail. No, no, territory. no, because we like different combinations. Oh. So I have learned that my ideal combination, yeah. right? And hear this, and you might think that this is fucking whack, is 70% OJ. 70? 70% OJ. 20% pink grapefruit, 10% soda water. Now, my partner's, I would say, he would be the better person to ask, but I would say is more so like 30% orange, mm-hmm. 30% gra- pink grapefruit, 40% soda water. Yeah, I'm more in that territory. Well, that's cool, man. I just, <laughs> I, I worry, Mish, I worry that, that 10% soda water. It's a tingle. It's like a fruit tingle. A yeah, tingle in the back of the throat. You, you're not in a, you're not in a, can I... Offer a counter offer for you. You're to allowed try. to tell me what you think. I'm just, it's an offer. <laughs> yeah, sure. To I want try. you to keep in mind we had a really long time developing our relationship in lockdown. We've tried the combination, Zach. No, I know. I found the one that suits me. What I'm proposing go, is, hit me is up. I'm, I'm proposing a plus. Okay, go on. So you do all the percentages you just talked about. Yep. But instead of buying the soda water, mm. you buy a soda stream or an affiliate. Yep. Because I don't entirely know if they've dealt with their human rights abuse issues. Yep, I have a real opinion about SodaStream, but go on. But I don't know. They may have dealt with that since they got bought by Pepsi. Fun little link. Yeah. So get yourself uh, <laughs> some sort of um, instant soda water maker. Right? Yeah. Make the soda stronger than a regular soda water. I don't want to do that. Make it like a... Double the sparkle. Is this so that I can make you a drink? Because what you're telling me is not what I want. And I also just want to say really quickly, I feel the same way about people who like fucking make your own mineral water, soda streams. We're going to call them soda streams for the purpose of this. Same in the same fucking bracket as people who like air fryers. Yeah, it's the same. People who have a soda stream 
are the biggest advocates for SodaStream yeah. and they don't shut the fuck up yeah, about yeah, SodaStream. Yeah. Every single person I know, including no, yourself, yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. loves SodaStream. No, that's, that's great. And anyone who owns a fucking air fryer, they do Instagram stories about their goddamn air fryers. They do posts. They call me to tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with fucking SodaStream. And anyone who owns a SodaStream, it's a whole new level of going to visit them because they, you go over and they're like, oh, do you want a drink? Do you want a glass of wine? Do you want a water? Do you want a SodaStream? Like it's become something you add to the list to offer a Still guest. Still or sparkling. They've been doing it in Europe for, for decades. I don't just have sparkling water though. Well, but this is the thing. You have sparkling water on tap. Not on tap. Um... I really like sparkling water, Mish. Uh, do you like sparkling water? Not really. But you use it sometimes. For your, Very for your rarely, mocktails. but yes, yeah, for yeah. a 10% kick. Yeah, and what I hate to do when I have my sparkling water is I hate to create waste. Oh, that's right. I win. I am the greatest greenie of them all. <laughs> oh, fuck off. That's not why you have a soda stream. No, it is. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, probably I just it. drink a lot of sparkling water. Um, I, I, I'm not necessarily saying I'm not endorsing soda stream right now. <laughs> I don't know if I, I haven't done research. Uh, like they, um, uh, I learned some that they've got some bad. Anyway, I'm not endorsing SodaStream. Okay. So, because I don't know enough about SodaStream. But you love a make your own mineral water. I love a make your own mineral water and I love it because it uses less plastic and it's it's cheaper because I love sparkling water. Okay. <laughs> I love sparkling water. Okay. And it's and it's just so wonderful. So, so that's what I would recommend is that, or what I would love to try is exactly your recipe, but just with a little more sparkle, a little more. So fizz. would you prefer maybe a 60% orange juice? Mm-hmm a 20% pink grapefruit and a 20% soda water. Well, no, I think what I'm trying to get to is I think I'd, I'd lean more towards the more water because I think it would thin it out, make it a little more mocktaily. But I was saying if if the reason you're doing the 10% soda is in order to have the intensity of juice flavour, mm. I'm offering that it would be worth experimenting with that level of water but a higher level of bubble. I could try it. But you don't have to. I'm not opposed to trying it. I just I worry that yours would be like would, would lack a certain you don't fizz. Have, you don't have to worry about me, Zach. I'm, I'm worried about Zach, you, Zach, I know Mish. what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So w- we've talked about SodaStream. We've got to do our top five. But before we do that, I want to list my two biggest concerns with John Leguizamo's Pepsi vending machine side stage. All right, yeah, go. So my first one is all the Pepsi buttons, right? That means they've probably got like 100 Pepsi cans of Pepsi So many Pepsis. Uh, One-man show, I don't think you're going to have many backstage crew there. You're going to have lighting. You're going to have like a set. Like, I don't a, think you're going to A dozen. Have, yeah, a dozen at most. Yeah, a dozen at most. You know, backstage people. Maybe if you include security, you know, maybe you want to let family. Maybe his family comes, yeah. Hey, why the fuck isn't it in the green room? But we, we, so Mm. that's, that, so number one is why is it in the green room? Mm -hmm. Number two is why not just have other options, not just because of all the buttons, but because no, all you need is 12 Pepsis really, maybe 24 Pepsis. Yeah. Why it's not just a, have some options for water? And also, some... for like, even if they only want to offer Pepsi, mm-hmm. right, because everyone there loves Pepsi, because there's not a lot of people there. They've got to, like, this theatre is not really thinking well financially. Yeah. Because 
realistically, let's say including John mm-hmm. and a couple of his mates that come and watch from backstage, mm. there are 15 people back there. You would have a craft service table with 15 Pepsis on it. Yeah, easy. Easy. You don't have the machine. However, John tours for a long time. Yeah. So maybe they take the vending machine with them. That's ludicrous. It's Go to the possible. shops. Maybe get it's... A big, um, get a big bowl of ice, put some Pepsis in there. But that is the cleanest vending machine anyone's ever seen. Yeah, he's not touring with that Pepsi What was machine. your other problem? Uh, my other problem, I oh, was light pollution. It's a very yeah. bright, it's a very bright, uh, you can never have a full blackout. Maybe they turn it off for blackout. Uh, maybe. It's a possibility. It's a lot of extra maybe work when you could have just put it in the green You say room. it's a lot of extra work, but we've already determined that there's only one person whose sole job is to look after one, if not two, vending machines. Yeah. So maybe part of that person's job is to also switch on and off the vending mm-hmm. machine during blackout. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All of it seems a little unnecessary. Hey, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I agree with you. I think it's absolutely ludicrous. I think but... we're talking like 50000 a year minimum for this Pepsi machine. Yeah. That's too much. That I think. I think if I could come in, look at their books, I could get it down to ten k. Do you reckon? Ten. I could get it down to five. I reckon I could get it down to five. I'm very thrifty. How much is a Pepsi? Do, I reckon. Like, wait, are we talking Australian dollars? Um, For the purpose of this, we'll talk Australian dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we know. A can of Pepsi at your local milk bar. I haven't bought a can in a while, but I reckon this is about right. Two bucks. Well, and I'm talking as well about like a slab of Pepsi. I'm willing to look it up and I'm willing to look up US prices. What's a major US um, like supermarket chain? Uh, um, Walmart. Walmart. Okay. Walmart online Pepsi. Uh, is Walmart, is Walmart, more, maybe it's not Walmart. No, it is. Whole Foods. <laughs> oh no, we got Big W. Uh, that's that's a shame. They're jumping in. No, no, Pepsi, no. What's Walmart. a big? What's a big American Trader Joe's? They don't sell Pepsi. Oh, they would. They would. Um, they would. Target in America. Oh, does. I found it. I find, found it. Okay, so um, a two pack, twelve ounce, twelve count pack of Pepsis, or twenty four count of Diet Cola sodas. Diet, Diet Pepsi. Cola, Diet Pepsi. Right. Is seven dollars and forty eight? Are you kidding me? US. Yeah. That's about, what, $10 But I think Australian? we can just go on the US here. Pepsi cans, six count of Pepsi cans is two. All right, I'll do the converter between America and Australia once we've got the total. So, oh, look, 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 let's say you, you buy it in bulk, you, ha- you get yourself a fridge. Operation of the fridge, how much is a bar fridge going to cost? You can get a, I reckon you could get one on Gumtree, 80 bucks. 80 bucks. No, how- but, but they're a nice establishment. They want a brand new one, two fifty. Two fifty. So we're gonna go two fifty for the fridge. Yes. <laughs> and then forty eight dollars for thirty six cans of Pepsi. Let's let's divide that down. Forty eight. We'll go with US. It's in New York. Forty eight. Um, for let's go up to forty nine. Just to just to be generous. Forty nine divided by. Um, we're saying there's fifteen people there, uh, and we want hypothetically every single person wants one Pepsi a day. Look, I want to be generous here. I want to say two Pepsis a day. No, because there's going to be sometimes where a person doesn't want a Pepsi. So you think you're safe? I always over-cater. I'm like a Filipino mother. So you that think way. that there should be two Pepsis a day for everybody? Just to be safe. But you're two absolutely Pepsis right. Two Pepsis a performance? A performance no, or a day? No, you're absolutely right. You want two Pepsis. That's more of a cash flow issue than a budget issue. Yeah. Because uh, you want two Pepsis uh, per person available. Exactly. But in terms of budget, yes. we can pretty safely assume that... So for cash flow, it's important to to have that amount of Pepsi's available. Yes. But in terms of budget, we could probably safely assume 15 people backstage, one Pepsi a person. Oh, per show? 
per, or per show. day because we've got to take into account that Sunday matinees. Okay, so a Broadway show, how many shows? We're doing eight shows a week? Eight shows a week. So let's go. We've got $1.36 per Pepsi, all right? That's yep. times 15, yep. all right, times eight, times 52, 8,493 plus the fridge. In a year. So... Let's say you buy a thousand dollar fridge. That's a that no, that is that is ridiculous. If we're talking about money saving here, and you want to buy a bar fridge, well, for what Pepsi, I'm what I'm hold sa- on. If yeah. you want to buy a bar fridge for pep, for Pepsi, mm-hmm. this isn't a fridge where people can then put their lunch in. This is not a catering fridge. This is a fridge solely for Pepsi. You don't need a big fridge. You need a bar fridge, and a bar fridge is honestly you can get a solid bar fridge for two two hundred and fifty dollars. You Easy. want to give a solid bar fridge yeah. to the greatest character actor of all time? No, a brand new one. Brand new, solid bar fridge. Like, I mean, we could get him a Smeg one if he wants. But I think like... a Smeg or a Kogan. A Kogan? Kogan's cheap. Yeah, no, you're absolutely. Oh, but look at this skinny glass door upright, sexy fridge. How much? Uh, 1757. And we can amortise that. <laughs> no, I don't think. <laughs> We can amortise it over a couple of years. No, I don't think we need that fridge. I'm lo- I'm talking like just a small two-shelf bar fridge, white door. They could sign it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, you yeah, want that. that. Yeah, you want that. That's you want cute. all 15 to be able to write a message on it and then you would give it to the person who Here's looks after the say. Pepsi vending machine because they lost their job. Okay. <laughs> Because they, they lost their they job. They lost their job. We got rid of the vending machine. So we're saving at least. So I've got it. I Look, I'm sorry. I did put in the $2,000 yeah. one because what I'll say for safety there is we'll buy your, what, $250 yeah. one? Let's split the diff. Let's go like a $750. $500. That's as far as I'm going. Okay, $500. A $500 bar fridge. All right. All right. $500 bar fridge. We're, we're, we're landing it around the $10,000 mark. A year. Yeah. What about electricity cost? Well, surely that that's not my department. Surely that's another department. I'm that's the, the that's guy. the theater. That's the theater actually. Yeah. Where we're that we're not paying the th- yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. No. Look, and I think we can then just make that a responsibility of like the stage manager. Someone there's someone there that cannot take on that responsibility. It's okay. a little bit of extra work, but yes, I think they and can handle it. I reckon the running of the actual vending machines. Let's say hypothetically there are two of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're looking at we're looking at ten grand a month. Oh yeah, yeah. All so, right, so it's where we're, we've say Pepsi, Pepsi, or 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 the, whichever theatre was hosting John Leguizamo's one man show. Yeah, we've saved you. I would say at least forty thousand, but arguably upwards, upwards of, 90 of that. To I reckon closer 000. to sixty, seventy. I think we've saved you a huge amount of money. Call us; we can help you. <laughs> Um, we know Broadway's going through a hard time at the moment with the mm. COVID-19 crisis. Yeah. And I th- I'll be honest, from what I know of John, I've watched a lot of his interviews. I've obviously seen him do a lot of different things. I've watched his live shows. Um, I don't think he'd complain if there wasn't, if the vending machine was switched with a bar fridge, even if it was done midway through one of his seasons and he walked down to get a Pepsi and went, oh, where's the vending machine? And people were like, oh, we've, we've moved it to a bar fridge. I, don't, I think he'd just be like, oh, thank you. And look, he'd just be like, oh, cool. He might ask why. Ooh. He might ask, oh, no, what happened to Charlie, the person who looked after the vending machines? Yeah, and then everyone would be like, oh, don't worry, we gave him a sick payout. They like, did, they did. They, they gave, gave him a good payout. Yeah. Um, anyway, very quickly, do you want to do your top five sodas? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Are you doing colas or? I'm sodas? going purely cola, and and I, I don't they, like cola, man. Yeah, but that's why that like I mean, it's you. I'm going from my favorite to my least favorite. Um, I'm going to be a listener in this segment because yeah, okay. I, I honestly don't drink a lot of soft drink, um, and all I can say is, on the on the very rare occasion I enjoy a lemonade. 
Wow. Like, and you should explain to our two US listeners, lemonade means a different thing here. Uh, lemon squash? Sprite, Sprite is what you'd be talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it's not so much a solo. Is that an Australian? Um, it's not like a pub squash. That's Australian. Yeah, yeah, pub squash. It's it's not. So lemonade there is like um, more lemony, more sour, so often not, not fizzy. Yeah. Sprite, they don't call oh, lemonade Oh, okay, here. I get you. So, yeah, yeah, it's more like a Sprite to our no US listeners. <laughs> Oh, you never know. Oh, you never know. I reckon if you're a US listener, send us a DM, but not a dick pic. No, we don't want a dick pic. Um, um, so my vote is just pure. Very rarely, I'm talking maybe once a month, I will have a Sprite. Okay. Um. So, Zach, hit me with your colas. All right. I'm, I'm listing my uh, – and I'm just going with the Coca-Cola Pepsis. Yep. Uh, these are my top five colas. Yep. All right. Number, I'll, I'll go up. Yeah, so from your least of the top five to your, I want you to end on the, your your fucking favourite. This is going to be bad. Like, John can't share this because if he's still got to deal with Pepsi because this doesn't come out well for Pepsi. Okay. Number five out of five is Pepsi original. Pepsi Ridge. Pepsi Ridge is number five out of five. <laughs> Pepsi Ridge. Pepsi Ridge, that's a five out of five. Cool. No, no, not five out of five. No, that's the, five, the fifth of your top five. So it's probably like a four out of five. I love cola. Number four out of five is Coke Zero or Coke No Sugar. Okay. Uh, above Coke sh- Zero or Coke No Sugar is Pepsi Max. Yep. So Pepsi Max is, in my opinion, and I can say this uh, unequivocally, very exciting, and this also gives a hint to the top two, Pepsi Max is my favourite sugar-free cola. Oh, beautiful. They get the sweetness better. I love a Pepsi Max. Next, number two. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Is Coca-Cola. Oh, my God. I thought that would be your number one. Do you know that this means now I have no idea what your number one is? Oh, it's a mystery. Oh, it's a well, secret. okay. What could it be? So knowing you, I reckon it could. Wanker. Yeah. I reckon it could be a really, like, it could be an independent cola producer. No. Oh, it's not. It's no. a main brand cola guy? It's, it's one of the two. But what I'm going to say is it's oh. a specific means of production. It's a specific country. So uh, one country. Oh, yeah, you would. Do you- <laughs> one country does, uh, does it a little different. Okay. My number one, mm-hmm. uh, you could argue that, that this is uh, sort of a shared, it's a subcategory, maybe I've broken the rules. Mm-hmm. But my number one Coke, my number one cola is Mexican Coca-Cola. And I'm not talking jaitos. <laughs> I'm not talking Haitos Cola. I'm talking Mexican Coca-Cola. They use a different kind of sugar. I believe they use a, 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 a sh- uh, sugar cane yeah. rather than palm sugar. Mm-hmm. And they serve it in glass bottles. Yeah. Mexican Coca-Cola, couple of tacos. Yum, 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 yum. yum, yum. yum. Perfect. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed my list. That was a if great If you want list. more listicles, give us a call, 5554. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how many Leguizamos do you give this Pepsi commercial, <sighs> Zach? Oh, oh, four. All right. Yeah, four. Four, four Leguizamos. Um, he's, he's in it a bunch, but it's like for Pepsi. Yeah. I give it three and a half. Yeah. I don't think – I think um, we're going to shoot back to um, a while ago when, I don't know, we watched something else he fucking did. And it was like if I would not ever seen anything John had ever done, I don't know if I would get a true essence of John from this commercial. Yeah. 
But it was a nice commercial um, and he seemed like he was very happy to do it. And, yeah. like, how cool. I'm very happy for him. He got a Pepsi commercial. Here's my pros he's, and cons. He's, like, he is now, like, in the same bracket as Cindy Crawford. He's, like, who Britney my Spears. dad had a wild crush on when I was growing up and I shouldn't have known that when I was that young. My dad loved Michelle Pfeiffer and Katrina Roundtree. Okay. My dad was loved a Cindy Crawford, mm-hmm. loved a Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, great. Yeah, but Cindy Crawford, like, he... Really, and he used to say stuff like, "Your mother looks like Cindy Crawford." She doesn't. He just wanted her oh, to. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. He loved her very much. So, <laughs> so my my pros and cons. The pros, or the cons, are it's an ad. Yeah, he did it for the money. Yeah, uh, it's you know it's for Pepsi, which is number five out of five of the colors for me. Yeah, but my pros are it got John Legs a whole bunch of money. Yep. He could have probably he got probably got to say no to some mediocre shit because of this. Yeah. Um, shot beautifully. Shot beautifully. Has a lovely message. The Pepsi looks yummy. Um, and also the number one reason why I like it, it's legs is in it heaps. Mm. And the number one reason why it got four actually is because it's about Leguizamo. He's not playing someone. They really. It's like this is John Leguizamo. He's a great actor. And he's got he's got a stand up career. He they're, they're pushing the legs. Well, yeah, the, the amount of legs in it gave it three and a half. Do not get me wrong, but I actually disagree. I think the ad was about the Pepsi. Oh, it was about the Pepsi, but do you know what I think? I think what happened was like they were like, you know, you come out of that, you go. If you don't know who Legs is, you go. But I'm going to check it this guy because he's a stand up. He's cool. Yeah. He's sexy. He's I, da- this is the sexiest. I hear what you're saying. This but is the sexiest Dad Guzamo we've seen. It is a sexy Dad Guzamo, but you don't actually see a hell of a lot of his face in it. No. Um, but let us know what you think because this one's really accessible. You guys can all watch this and then jump into our DMs. Tell us what you think of the commercial and let us know what your favourite caller is. But, or just call in on 555-4141. But don't send us a dick pic. We pick. don't want a dick pic. Um, okay, so um, instead of a review this week, um, I have a question that's coming to our DMs. Which I think is a bit fun. It's from Jimmy Jimmy. I love Jimmy Jimmy. Jimmy Jimmy. Thank you for listening. And he says, as you are both actors, Mm -hmm. if you could replace John Leguizamo in any of his iconic roles. Oh, no, I couldn't. Which one would you do? I couldn't. And he asked specifically for it to be asked on podcast. Uh, Do you have an idea? You've heard this question. Um, Uh... No, I don't. <laughs> to be honest with you, I would have loved. I'd love to be in Miami Vice. Of the ones we've watched so far, mm-hmm. let's make it. We'll make it easy. Oh no, that makes it hard. Oh, does for me it? Because I think I know my answer. Oh, okay. Um, I would say, uh, okay, I'd love to have been in Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that I think I would go with. Um, I wouldn't do as good a job as John Leguizamo no. in Moulin Rouge. You'd be uh, ratchet that would compared be a fucking, to John. <laughs> oh, one hundred. Thank you. That's a, That's about John. That's Have not you on not you. Not seen who that bitch in Paris? Yeah, and you killed it. Yeah. But you're no John. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, uh, I would love to be a part of that ensemble. It's a lot of fun, a lot of color. You get to work with Baz, who John has described as being badass. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, 100% uh, Moulin Rouge. Not just because uh, not just because I would love to be in that film, mm. uh, but also because there are many things that John does that I can't do. Mm. He plays tough. He plays, like, masculine in a way I can't. Mm. I couldn't do a lot of what John does, but I think I could 
bring something to that particular you know, character just, as a performer. It's just occurred to me that you kind of, we should talk about this when we do Moulin Rouge, but you kind of look like the guy with narcolepsy in Moulin Rouge. Is that um, Jim Broadbent? Is, no. Because <laughs> I was like, here Jim she is saying looks I, a lot I look, more like me. <laughs> here she is saying I look hot with braids and then an hour later saying you look like Jim, Jim Broadbent. No, no, no. Um, you nagging me, man? No, he's, he's the one who dances with Carolyn O'Connor in the tango scene. That sings Roxanne? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's hot. He's hot ass. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and, Mish, you look like Cindy Crawford. Thank you so much. This has been Mission Zach's Leguizamarama. <laughs> Call us on 555 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.